listening to www.infinitesmile.org. Enjoy the Zen-inspired talks given by Michael McAllister. Thank you for tuning in today. Welcome to another edition of Commuter Zen. This will be number 16. Uh, again, our, our video version, we're going to continue to try to do something along these lines. Uh, to that end, I should say that we are looking to upgrade both our website and uh, the equipment that we are using to actually spread this Dharma. Um, we could sure use your help. Any tax-deductible donation that you feel compelled to send our way will help with our website, the equipment that we're going to use as a way of getting video out. Uh, we're also looking to publish a book, which is uh, costing us a, a fair penny, but the book will be a collection of um, the talks followed by the dialogues at each of our um, meetings. They, they actually won't take exactly the same form as the podcast because they incorporate some stuff that, that uh, I have not broadcast. Uh, nonetheless, we could really use your help. To that end, I will uh, jump into two questions from today. Uh, we, our first one is from a gentleman named John, um, and he's looking at um, uh, attachment and how it is that uh, we can create a different relationship to our attachments. He says, uh, thank you for the uh, podcast. I look forward to each of them. I was thinking how on earth I could see my attachments differently. They seem so real and unchangeable. Then suddenly I realized that although I could not let go of all of my uh, attachments or even events themselves, I can easily let go of my need to run the stories about them in my head. If I stopped having these boring discussions with myself about these things, these attachments would just be there quietly. I know this seems simple and I'm thinking again, is this it? I just have to unattach from my need to think about my attachments? Am I on the right path or have I deluded myself about the simplicity of letting go? Many thanks, John. Sir John, you are not deluding yourself. It is that simple. However, that practice, the practice of that simplicity can be an incredibly difficult thing to uh, manifest, as it were. Nonetheless, with every single thing that arises, everything that arises in your mind or in your experience, simply observe it, okay? Recognize the dialogues or the stories that you have about each of these attachments in your mind. Pay very close attention to those stories. With your full mind, you can actually begin to let go of all things. You will neither grasp after things nor will you avoid. And in the process there we uh, actually begin to drop the body-mind. We drop this separate sense of self and that wisdom brings up a spontaneous uh, awakening that allows us to become quite literally the answer to prayer. Ours and others. Uh, we then walk through the world as an appropriate response to all things that arise.
the one that is no longer encumbered, so to speak, by the heavy weight of a, a constricted or a contracted egoic relationship to attachment. Remember, ego can only survive as the chairman, the CEO of our consciousness, if there is attachment. Watching the ego work to attach actually becomes a direct path to direct realization. So keep it up. It's that simple. Our next um, uh, letter comes from Todd. He's from Wilmington, Delaware. He says, I understand and feel in my heart the truth and meaning in that which the Dharma has to offer. However, I have, very, I have a very strong wall of fear at the, out, at the outer limit of my belief systems beyond which I cannot go no matter how hard I try. That wall is comprised of the Christian teachings of salvation, forgiveness of sins, heaven, hell, etc. Even though I no longer believe intellectually in the idea that if you believe this, you go to heaven, and if you don't, you go to hell, I cannot seem to fully let go of the conditioning and fear that go along with what I was taught my entire life before I began to think for things myself. I can practice and read and listen to your podcast and they resonate with me, and I feel that the path of the Buddhist teachings is the way, and yet I am blocked by fear of heaven and hell, belief in Jesus, and sin. Well, Todd, uh, just to point something out, I don't know if this will help, but um, by observing your belief system, by, again, witnessing the uh, contracted nature the uh, gripping that seems to be holding you, uh, you are in essence weakening the uh, situation. So continual observation becomes key in this practice. For instance, if you look at the conditioning, if you witness your conditioning from the time you were very young and you apply the technique, Buddhist or otherwise, the technique of just watching what's happening and then from that open space, responding appropriately, you then are actually enacting the most basic teachings of Christ. The issues of heaven, hell, salvation, sin, keep in mind these are set up so that ego can grasp. If we set up the concept of heaven and the concept of hell and we can create a fear structure we can look at a situation where future salvation or past sin actually can keep the ego as, once again, the CEO of consciousness. Sometimes I refer to the ego or the mind as the driver of the bus of consciousness. As long as salvation and sin are kept as tools uh, or as handles or as a steering wheel, depending on the metaphor that you want to use, Ego will stay in charge. Watching the ego stay in charge begins to transmute this leaden situation into the gold of awakening. So being very careful about observing your uh, conditioning becomes uh, key in this process. And my dog agrees with you. Uh, and as far as uh, uh, your your relationship to Christianity and your relationship to Buddhism, 
Remember, ultimately, they are both saying the same thing. There is no problem being a Christian and practicing what the Buddha taught. As a matter of fact, if you are a Christian and you are practicing what the Buddha taught, it will only enhance the depth of your Christianity. Similarly, Buddhists who begin to practice what Christ taught are quite actually enhancing their Buddhism. Uh, so I hope that helps, Todd. And I hope you can weather this winter out there in Wilmington, Delaware. And John, thank you for your uh, question as well. Once again, I will get to these as quickly as I can, as time permits. In the meantime, blessings to all of you. You are listening to www.infinitesmile.org. Enjoy these Zen-inspired talks given by Michael McAllister 